Welcome to the Blister Podcast, a program dedicated to interesting people, the great outdoors, and a bunch of other stuff we like. I'm Jonathan Ellsworth, the founder of Blister, and you can check out everything we're doing and reviewing over at blisterreview.com. Today, we're running the second episode of our Up and Coming series, where we talk with athletes who, if they aren't already on your radar, they certainly should be. And our guest today perfectly matches that description. Because aside from her very unassuming disposition, pretty much everything else about Ming Getz is extraordinary. Her name, her background, her favorite discipline, slope style, her competing recently in the Crankworks Whip-Off Challenge, her participation this season in the first ever women's slope style tour, her plans for the future, which include competing in Red Bull Rampage, and, as you've probably already figured out by now, her abilities on a bike. So I sat down with Ming in Blister HQ to talk about her background and how she got into competing in DH and slope style and crankworks. And we also talk about this brand new event that is happening now, this first ever women's slope style tour, which has one stop remaining with Ming currently sitting in second place. This is a fun one and I am very pleased to share with you my conversation with Ming. Well, Ming, thanks so much for coming up to Blister Headquarters. Thank you for having me. So this has been over a year conversation in the making, I'd say, because when I first got up to CB, people right away started asking, like, do you know Ming? And I'm like, nope. And then, you know, this by the time like the third person asked me, I was like, I better look this person up. So then I knew, I looked you up, learned a bit about who you were. So then the question was, you know, they're like, hey, so you know Ming, right? I'm like, no, I know of Ming. And so this has, this is cool. I'm psyched that we're doing this because like I said, now when people ask me, I'd be like, yes, of course I do. And, uh, but I think you've got a pretty interesting life going on here, doing some pretty interesting things. And um, I'm excited to get to talk to you about that stuff and to, uh, you know, let the world know. So here we go. You, you up for that? I am. Um... I know that your favorite thing in the world is talking about yourself. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, uh, you know, we're, <laughs> this is, this is the funny thing is I get the sense that this for you right now is like, far scarier than like hitting some massive table. Yeah, <laughs> he would be right <laughs> on that statement. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit, uh, the backstory here. Where are you from? Where'd you grow up? I grew up in Montclair, New Jersey. And what were you into as a kid? I played a lot of soccer when I was a kid, probably from first or second grade, the town soccer. And then as I got into fifth grade, I started playing sports for school. So I've always been kind of athletic. What other stuff? Soccer and what? I did do gymnastics. That, um, I played field hockey, softball, and lacrosse, then soccer and bikes. <laughs> you played bikes? I played bikes. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I've, I've been pretty into bikes for a while now. Uh, just riding around town and everything. A cousin who used to race or compete in triathlons. And so I always thought that was really cool. 
never been a runner. But oh, I used to swim too. <laughs> That's the other one. <laughs> I like you make this sound like you're like 80 years old. <laughs> like back when I was, you know, 60 <laughs> years ago. And your name Ming. That's a very cool name. I was talking about this. We were talking about this earlier. Like I'm starting to feel worse and worse about my name because <laughs> it's just real straightforward. And you know, one of our reviewers, and I, I think you might know him, Banks Critz. Mm -hmm. I think Banks is a super cool name. And then I was riding the bike park here like a week ago and met a guy on a lift from my neighborhood in Chicago. And I'm like, what's your name? He's like, Confessor. And I'm like, what? And he's like, well, it's actually Confessor. And then I got Ming. And so between Banks and Confessor and Ming, I... You guys should go start like, you know, I don't know, like the League of Justice or something. And <laughs> I, I definitely won't be in that cool kids crew. But so Ming, what is what's the ethnicity of that name? It is Chinese and it means bright light in Chinese. I like it. Then you have a last name that doesn't necessarily <laughs> obviously go with the first name, Getz. Yes. And that is? That's German. And you don't know what that means. I don't. I think I've probably looked it up a few times and it's always just given me gets back. Yeah. So so Ming gets, what's the what's the backstory there? Uh well I was adopted from China. So that's where Ming came from. Or my mom wanted me to have a Chinese name. Huh. Middle name. Um and then Getz is my mom's last name and her family is German. I think okay. her dad is German. Were you real young when you came to the States? Yeah, I was 10 months old. 10 months old. Okay. So, okay. So Ming gets, you grow up in New Jersey, you play virtually every sport out there, it sounds like. By the time you started thinking about college, how far along was this bike's fascination for you? Uh, I think I started, right. I first got on a downhill bike in 2013. Okay. Um, I didn't ride, I maybe rode once or twice that year. And then I think in 2014, I got a downhill bike for my birthday, a hmm. uh, specialized status. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, and so I started going to Mountain Creek more. This is a bike park near, yes. near home. Local, yeah, bike park. It's Northern New Jersey, it borders New York. And you're how old, 2013, 2014? Like 15-ish. Yeah. And that's a pretty unusual thing. I, I, if there was a show of hands, like how many freshmen going into sophomore women are like either asked for <laughs> or just were given a DH bike? Fairly unusual territory, I'd say, no? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And is this just because this bike park was close or you had other friends who were riding the park and you're like, you, sh they sh you should get in here? So, yeah, I guess... I don't know what prompted my friend to tell me about Mountain Creek, but maybe in eighth grade, he said to check out Mountain Creek on Facebook. And I did, and he told me to like look up Pink Bike and Vital MTB and all these things. I was like, this is super cool. Like, we gotta go. Um, so we ended up going in 2013, I think it was our first year. Um, you can't really not go back after that. Like we went to Mountain Creek, rented bikes, rented all the pads, had the pads on top of the sweatpants. It was a look. Um, <laughs> and yeah, you 
never stop going back. Huh. I mean, some people might stop going back when they get to the top of like a, <laughs> you know, a rowdy line or something and think, that wasn't you though. You were into it. Yeah. And this was, this was basically your introduction to mountain biking. You didn't start. It seems like there's a whole lot of people who like, I started riding cross country and then from there got into more downhill oriented stuff. You started right away with the gravity. Pretty much. Yeah. Like I, I used to ride my bike around town a lot and I found like curbs and little lumps in the park to jump off of. But other than that, I don't even know if I knew what cross country mountain biking was. Yeah. So, yeah. You just thought everybody put on armor and <laughs> dropped off a of chairlifts. Yeah. It was a crazy thing to, like, discover, like, these massively padded up people riding down really chunky rocks. So. And you, you're like, I'm home. Yeah. This all makes sense. <laughs> so you were riding the park all through high school. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. For sure. I started racing in 2015, I think good results right away or yeah it was my first race was the pro grt at mountain creek and i was in cat i was supposed to be in cat three they put us together with cat two and i won by 12 seconds <laughs> yes so <laughs> it was definitely cool to have that like home mountain race it's huh. my first race ever huh. so it doesn't i don't hear a lot about yeah i don't know i struggled a lot i used to be terrible on a bike and wrecked it sounds like you took to this pretty Naturally. Is that fair? Yes. That would be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you get through, make it through high school, and then you decide to come out to school in Colorado, and you are currently a student at Western? Yeah, I found Western off of a page on USA Cycling, I believe, of just schools with bike teams. And... At Western, you are still currently competing on the, you're riding DH, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. For the mountain bike team. Yeah. In addition to competing in DH for the school, the other big thing you're doing is slope style stuff. Yeah. Yes. This you get all, you light up bright light. <laughs> so talk to me, we're going to talk a bit about what's going on right now with women's slope style, which is extremely cool. But talk a bit about prior to this year, what were you doing? I mean, were you riding slope or how do you talk about this background or your relationship to slope? Um, well, so like the first, when I was in middle school, like I started jumping off of curbs and stuff. So the jumping motion came pretty easy and then when I went to Mountain Creek they had these jumps I was like jumps are pretty fun uh, so I've always been a jumper like at heart as opposed to a downhill racer like I started racing because I knew I was kind of fast but like if somebody asked me do you want to race world cups one day every single time it was no unless I got a cool custom painted bike out of it in which case maybe you're in it for the custom painted <laughs> bike but how did you know? Like, why Why were I'm a little surprised. You're like, nope, not interested in World Cup DH. I guess I just, I'd rather ride Lower Dominion and Mountain Creek than ride the rocks every single day. Jumps better than rocks. Jumps, oh, yeah. jumps are greater than rocks. Okay. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I've always been a, a jumper at heart. 
And then I did, I like, I raced and then I continued to race because it was a way to get my jumps out there because exposure. Um, But yeah, I've never really been a proper downhill racer. I've never been a proper downhill racer, (laughs) but I do win races by 12 seconds. Sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes. Okay. So you're a downhill racer who's just in it for the jumps. But then how do you get to this, your current situation, which, which is very cool, um, a new thing this year, right? And I'd love to hear you talk a bit more about it, this women's slope style tour. Yeah, it's crazy that this is even a thing. I never, ever thought I, this would happen in my lifetime, really. Maybe, maybe later in my lifetime, but... Like slope style's always been such a cool thing to me because it's just jumps and it's just tricks. And I've always been the jumps and tricks kind of person. And so being able to like compete with these tricks is like the coolest thing. I don't have to worry about going too fast or fast. Or or any speed. <laughs> I don't have to yeah, I don't have to worry about time or anything. I can just do my thing and have fun on these jumps. So the fact that this women's slope style tour exists is super cool to me. So basically it's partnered with the FMB, so like the Freeride Mountain Bike Association. And um, it's like a bronze level event. So it's kind of the smaller course than the big massive pros. Um, Well, so the first stop of the women's slope style tour is in Issaquah, Washington, and it's at Doofy Hill Bike Park. And it's this event called the Sugar Showdown, which I went to last year for the first time. It was like the coolest thing ever because on the East Coast, there's no like jump girls at all. It doesn't really exist. And so going out West and discovering that these people actually exist was so cool. I did not know it existed at all. Um, so this year they made that stop one of the women's slope style tour when they were putting everything together. So that was really cool. And then stop two is at Big White, which was an actual slope style course. It was like, what was it? It was step down, jump, step up, flat drop, jump, and then like a quarter pipe that I was very bad at. But it was a real slope style course. It was the bronze men's slope style course. So that was one of the coolest things I've done, like, ever. Um, And that was in Kelowna, B.C. for the Big White Freeride Days. And then stop three is at Truckee Bike Park on September 21st and 22nd. So Uh I'll be going to that soon, yeah. How'd you do at stop one and two? I got second at both. Second at both. So I'm currently second in the the women's slope-style tour standings. Behind... The founder. Stephanie Nitschka. Tell me about Stephanie. She's such a badass. <laughs> Sounds like it. She's one of the coolest people I know. She put so more, so much work into this women's slope style tour and to get this thing going. And uh, she's also a badass on a bike, which is why she's in first place right now. Not for long. Yeah. Not for long, Stephanie. We're coming after you. <laughs> But also interesting about Stephanie, Stephanie, she's got a few kids. I mean, she's, you're 21 now? Yes. 21. And I presume most of the competitors in this are 21, bit younger, 
maybe quite a bit younger in some cases. Yeah, Julia is in third right now. She's 13 right now, so that's crazy. She's going to be really good one day. We got to look out for Julia. For sure. And then you were telling me Stephanie's own kids yeah, might be worth looking out for too. They're pretty young, but they're throwing like no footers on some of these jumps. It's the most crazy thing ever. Huh. Yeah, they'll they'll be crazy when they're older. So how did you get involved with the this first year of the women's slope style tour? So last year when I was at Sugar, I met Kat Sweet, yeah. who's such an awesome lady. She's getting so many like young kids and specifically girls into mountain biking and into jumping. Um, and so she's brought together, she's got this cool community of more free ride girls. And so I got to meet a bunch of them last year. And so Stephanie like contacted me to ask if I was interested in like an actual women's slope style tour. And obviously I was like, yeah, hmm. I'm totally interested in that. That's going to be super cool. Yeah. By the way, Jump Girls is a super cool name. That is, I don't know if that's already a thing out there, but that is like... I don't either. You don't? Yeah. I don't know. Jump Girls. That's good. Come on, East Coast. Yeah, get on it. <laughs> more Jump Girls on the East Coast. Um, well, so backing up for a bit, I mean, I get the sense then that when you're racing in high school and you're hitting your jumps, you don't it sounds like you don't exactly, you don't have a lot of women that you're looking up to because um, we're talking about how this is year one of this women's slope style event. Did you have certain favorite riders who you were watching and checking out and figuring out? Cam McCall. Cam McCall. Oh, she's he getting... is my hero on so many levels. Huh. But... Why Cam? He was the first mountain biker I'd really ever heard of. I learned about him from Nitro Circus. I saw he was like doing all these really cool things on a mountain bike. And uh, he's like, he's a big rampage rider, big like jumper. And so I always thought he was pretty cool. Like I learned how to suey cause he had really cool sueys. And then I learned how to Superman cause that's like just under his signature trick. So he's a pretty rad dude. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned rampage. What are some of your favorite events to watch or check out? Uh, Rampage probably is my favorite yeah. to watch for sure. Um, like slope style events, but I've never really been that good at, on a dirt jumper. So watching these guys on downhill bikes at Rampage was is like super cool because it's like, ooh, maybe I could do that one day. When I look at Rampage lines, all I see is things I would never, ever, ever, ever do. That's not quite the way you look at Rampage lines, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I really like drops. Those are some of the things that I really like to Mountain Creek. And so Rampage is obviously full of drops. But big bikes doing big tricks is like my favorite thing to do. So. And you were telling me that Rampage, there's a possibility that might be in your future down the road. What were you saying about that? So they brought back a qualifier for Rampage and it's called like Proving Grounds and it's in Oregon and they invited Casey Brown, which is super cool. And it's for a, one of the fest stops. 
So it's those like big jumps. And so a bunch of us from the women's slope style tour sent in like video auditions, just saying, this is something I'd really like to do. Here's my skills. And they told us this year, they're only gonna let Casey Brown do it. But the fact that she's even invited to this means that we might have an opportunity in like the future to ride Rampage. Pretty interesting. Sounds like you have big reasons to be rooting for Casey to have a good, oh, yeah, good show sure. in here. Yeah. You're talking about some tricks. So you mentioned suicides, supermans. What are some other things that you feel real comfortable with that are in your wheelhouse right now? And what are some things you're maybe working on right now? Uh, Superman scared the crap out of me. Okay, good <laughs> so answer. That's one thing. That was just a that was just an <laughs> IQ test. Yeah. You answered it the right way. Um, Sueys are like my favorite thing to do, and then technically, I've never landed a tuck no hander to dirt, but I've gotten pretty good at them in foam. I've just never found the opportunity to do them to dirt, hmm. uh, like the one handers, no handers. One foot, no foot. Um, tables are really fun. They don't get that many points, but they're really fun to do. And whips. <laughs> yeah, whips, We that probably <laughs> deserves to be in the conversation. Yeah. Yeah, I went to Whip Offs this year, which was one of the coolest things I've ever done. Probably the coolest thing I've ever <laughs> done on a bike. For sure, those jumps are super fun. Huh. But, um... Uh, some of the things I'm, I was at, where was I at? I was in Tucson a couple of weeks ago and I spent a day in a foam pit and something that I was getting pretty dialed was a, um, a tuck to T-bog, uh, which is a really cool, well, it, it's really cool because it's a combo trick and it'll get a lot of points in a, an event. So I'm really excited to find a jump to try that to dirt on. Say more about it. Tuck to T-bog. Yeah. So basically you pull your bars into your lap and you do the tuck. And then as you're pulling your bars back, you throw it into a T-bog and then you grab your bars back and hopefully land without dying. Yeah. That's sick. That'd be sick if that last part happened. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Especially in an event, maybe. We'll see. Oh. <laughs> Possible teaser for September 21st? Yeah, 21st, 22nd, that weekend. Okay. It's a, a little big bike festival, so it's a whole weekend. Going to take out Stephanie on a tuck oh. to T-Bog. We'll see. I said that. <laughs> Ming did not say that. I said that. Right, so, How do you think of like where you see yourself as a rider right now? Are you like man, I feel like I'm just scratching the surface of where I think I can go with this. Or are you like, hey, you know, I've been doing this for a while and some of these tricks are pretty advanced already. Like, you know what I mean? Are you like, you've scratched the surface or you're like, I'm kind of a veteran at this and any new gains are going to be hard fought and hard to earn. I think if you'd asked me that in maybe May, I would have said, like, I'm pretty confident in myself. But now that you're asking me that, I think this is the first year I've ever gone to Crankworks. There's this woman's slope style tour. Like, everything's 
all these big events are happening for the first time. So I think I'm just scratching the surface, yeah. to be honest. Huh. You're seeing bigger comps, maybe some better competition. Yeah, bigger features for sure. There's I've done so many things out of my comfort zone this summer. Huh. Just like between Crankworks and the women's slope style tour. How's how have things gone for you on the injury front? Have you managed to uh, yeah, knock yeah. on wood. Yeah. I've been pretty lucky. I m tore my PCL last summer. And so I had gotten an invite to whip offs. And like the day, the day after I got the, you tore your PCL, you can't ride a bike. Um, but other than that, I've been really lucky. Yeah. What are you studying? I am double majoring in sociology and psychology focusing in criminal justice with my social major. Yeah. And we talked about like, well, <laughs> I, I jumped on this one, but if you ever were, were become a police officer, that's why I'm trying to be so nice in this conversation because <laughs> I get pulled over a lot. <laughs> so uh, yeah, hopefully you would, you know, show, <laughs> show me some mercy. But um, but that's not actually where it sounds like you you're less thinking police officer and more potentially thinking like James Bond <laughs> is what I've gathered so far. Like we were talking a bit about, you know, we'll see where your bike career goes and you certainly seem interested in continuing that, but you also expressed some interest in grad school. Where where were you kind of thinking? Yeah, I think if I do slash probably when I do go to grad school, I was looking at Embry-Riddle in Prescott, and they have a cool, I believe it's a global intelligence program, a master's program. That sounded really fun. So I would be doing that probably. What what line of work, I mean, is James Bond the answer to this question? Like what line of work would that set you up for? That I don't know, but it'd You're be not allowed cool. to say? <laughs> it'd be cool to learn more about like different jobs like that. Because yeah. I don't, like all you hear about is James Bond and stuff like that. So it'd be cool to learn about what other jobs there are. Hi, my name is Ming. I slay it on a slope style bike and I'm an international person of mystery. <laughs> this is quite the, <laughs> this is definitely like you keep inching up in like, who's the coolest person you've ever met? You know, <laughs> you're, you're getting very near the top of that list right now. So no pressure or anything, but. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to have to figure out this. You've got this year and next year, it sounds like, at Western. And then we'll have to figure out if you take some time off and if you're just focusing on slope-style stuff or if you, I don't know, thoughts about would you potentially move right into the grad school thing and keep doing the competing on bikes and <laughs> becoming an international spy? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'm hoping that the slope style tour will go pretty far just after this year. We've kind of figured out some of the things we need to change. And so next year it'll be even cooler. Have you guys had talks among the women about what did we like about how this event went? And I mean, what kind of things are you? Yeah, we had a, a little get together uh, towards the end of Crankworks, just about things that we liked, things we think that need changing, maybe forming more of a committee hmm. to be the face of the women's slope style tour. Other stuff you're into. I hear you like dogs. 
I really like dogs. Dogs are pretty cool. Cows are also pretty cool. You like dogs and cows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's actually one of my favorite things about like one of my go-to rides here in CB is part because I don't have a lot of time. So it's like I try to time it right before it's going to go to pitch black. And then I'll like bust out of here, ride up west side, hit happy hour over to upper loop and then down into town. But the best thing about that ride is you always get to come out by cows, Yay. right? So it's like, that's just part of my ride. And it's like, what's up, everybody? How you guys doing? And they like, you know, several will wander over. You would like this. I you love this. <laughs> you've probably never done this ride because you don't pedal. Yeah, I'm okay. pretty lazy, honestly. <laughs> so maybe sometime I'll take you on my little like, Sick. then we, we have to pet. cows together. We can meet cows together. Awesome. And then half the time, I usually like a deer darts across my path. So oh, like deer and cows. It's deer and cows. But I'm more worried about like I definitely am going to get torpedoed by a deer at oh, some yeah, point. You know. One day. But um, that's cool. That'd be a good story. Um, you have a dog, Ben. Yeah, yeah. He's a little labradoodle. He's kind of orange, kind of brown. Like a cow. Yeah, he's like. Well, I always say that Highland cattle are the cow version of my dog. So just scruffy and orange. Scruffy and orange. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> music. What are you into? I really like all music, generally. I don't believe you. I do. You like all my music. My best friend. Name three bands. Oh, shoot. Yeah, see? I don't think you like all music. What? Yes. My best friend listens to like this weird electronic-y, auto-tune-y popular music. And that's the only kind of music I don't like. Popular. But you don't like, you're out on I don't know popular. what it is, but I don't really like it. Well, it's, it's I think saying that you're, if your position is you don't, you're not into auto-tune, I think you're <laughs> probably in decent company. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Kensington Band is my favorite band. They're a tiny little Dutch band. They're out of the Netherlands. And they just came out with a new single today, which was really exciting. I have to listen to this. I downloaded song. it so fast. <laughs> I've never heard of these guys. They're pretty cool. You okay. should look them up. They're Kens on Spotify. Kensington Band. Okay. The Who. I, I, really, I like The Who a lot. Do you listen to music while you're riding? Not really. You know, I'm really, I don't know, it's just not one of my things. Yeah. I think it distracts me too much and I forget what I'm doing. <laughs> or I like don't listen to it at all and I'm riding my bike. And if you're in the middle of a Superman jamming out to Teenage Wasteland and you forget to get back back on the bike, that could be... That, yeah, that could be an issue. Consequential. So it's probably smart. Do I need a third one? Yeah. Either, okay, they'll tie the Bellamy Brothers or Misfits. Ooh. They're very different. But I like them both quite a bit. I know a lot of people are vigorously nodding their head right now with the, with the misfits. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm from Jersey. I have to like the misfits. Yeah. What's the best question I haven't asked you? Uh, I have no idea. You take My your time. My favorite color is yellow. <laughs> it's specifically, it's Audi's Brilliant Yellow. <clears throat> Audi's Brilliant Yellow? Yes. My mom used to have a yellow car. So. Was it a, an Audi, perchance? It was. It was a 99 A4, and it was yellow. It's pretty good. When I, I think of um, Uma Thurman's tracksuit in Kill Bill, is that roughly, uh, is that rough, are we in the right ballpark of the right yellow? 
Mm, it's mm, a little bit. It's a little bit. I want to say it's a little bit greener than that, but it's weird to say that yellow's green. It is weird. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you like race in yellow? Is it your bike yellow? I wish I had. If I got a custom painted bike, the first bike I would get would be just a all yellow bike. We should, we should make this happen. Okay. Does your mom still have the A4? No. What happened? What's up, mom? Uh, a family friend of ours bought or her son bought it. Okay. Or she bought it for her son. So you technically still have access or ways to. Yes. So once you complete your global intelligence <laughs> spy training. I might go look for it again. Yeah. <laughs> look out whoever has it at the time. Okay. Well, hey, this has been real fun. Um, yeah. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I'm very excited about September 21st. I am too. Um, Finish up the first ever women's slope style tour. Yep. And I want to I wanna do what I can here to help or pitch in or be a loud voice of support on this. So if you need any backup somehow or somebody in the cheap seats, you know, <laughs> yelling like support for this, let me know and we'll see, uh, we'll see what we can do. But, and then I'm excited about your international spy career. <laughs> but before that, I'm excited about the prospect of Rampage. So yes. I think we need to we need to keep that moving forward too. For uh, sure, that would be crazy if they introduced a women's rampage. Yeah, would be a full dream come true right there. It'd be amazing. Yeah, we should definitely at some point go ride bikes and meet cows. Yes, can so, we please? Yeah, that'd be great. And uh, I don't. I probably well. I definitely won't be able to keep up with you on the downhill, it doesn't sound like. But, oh, but I definitely won't be able to keep up with you on the uphill. That's so. true. And it's not even because I'm any good at the uphill, but you just sound particularly bad at it, so I like my chances. So. <laughs> um, but hey, thank you for coming up, and I think you're going to go ride bikes. You're going to go get on the in the bike park? Park laps. Ooh, park laps. Thanks for stopping by. Sounds good. Thank you for having me. That's it for this edition of the Blister Podcast. Thanks to Ming for the conversation. Thanks to Luke Alley for producing this episode. Thanks to you for listening. And we will talk to you again next week where we will be airing episode number 100 of the Blister Podcast. And we've got another great conversation in store for that episode. And until then, you can go check out the new episodes of our other podcasts that we'll be dropping, including a fantastic episode tomorrow of Off the Couch, Okay, everybody, take good care out there, and we will talk to you again real soon.